0: day, everybody and welcome to the House of Mario, the South Australian Nintendo podcast that is backed by 120 Power Star Racing. I'm your host, Drew Agnew and the doors to episode 180 are open. This week on the show, we've got a pretty small news pool to pick from, but we are going to go over our tier list for the Nintendo franchises that are near and dear to our hearts and God forbid, Bryce.
1: There might be a bit of fighting here. <laughs> there might be. There might be. Or there might be a, a bit of love as well. I'm sure there will be, be some passionate Pl- love. Plenty of love. I just think like the thing is is probably just how we ordered them. Mm. That's the thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I look forward to getting into that. So, anyway, Bryce, how's your week been, my friend? You just come straight off of work again. That seems to be a. Regular occurrence on this podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Busy, Bryce. Oh, busy, mate. Yeah, that's how it is. Mm. You know, that's just that's just how it is. I think it's the, the, that's the same for both of us this week. I mean, between the both of us working, and uh, you've got a uh, big old ceremony. I do. On, yeah. On the weekend coming up, which means that um, as somebody that's in the party, you know, we've 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 both got work to do on that part. So yeah. yeah. I guess they uh, the fill in the audience a little bit. Uh, I've got my wedding
0: yes, he uh, does. next weekend. Mm. It's just like a, a small gathering on our family farm with uh, thirty or so other close friends and family, and looking forward to doing it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sort of at the moment just like amongst work and getting organised for it. Just uh, a bit run down, but ah, once yeah. it, once it's
1: out the way, it's going to be it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's all about just getting that day through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a day of happiness and whatnot. Yeah. A day of cheers.
0: And then we're off. Yep. A few nice photos. Um, hopefully Chantel's happy with it
1: all and we can continue our life. Happy, <laughs> happy wife, happy life, as they say. Ha 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 It's
0: so true though. Anyone uh who might be who might be a bit younger definitely is the case. Drew and his beautiful bride, Bryce. Yes. Says Dash. Yeah, mm. You say you're a part of the party, it's like you, you could you could take that like, oh, you know. His. What is he? Is
1: he the ring bearer? Is he the flower girl? I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Um, Ross is my best man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I am. That I am. yeah I'll Always be a best man, buddy. Yeah. All right That's how it is. That's how it is. Thank you, friend. I'll always be the best person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> in this room of two people. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll
0: agree with that. You're better than me.
1: Oh, no, mate. No, you're better oh. than me. Oh, and that's no. why this is a friendship. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> always looking out for each other, always supporting. That, that's how it is. You've got to have good people around you. That's you do. Surround yourself with good people. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm.
0: But, yeah, I guess I talking about the wedding, I guess that is my guru geek out for the uh, for the week. Yep. Um, just one, to. Uh, Ch- Chantel said something um, that really didn't mean a lot to me, and that was... Uh, what uh, you know yourself and the other guys have choos- chosen for my uh, my groom's party. Um, she said, "You know what, Drew? Your guys are really showing up for you." I'm
1: like, "Oh, that's really good." Yeah, we love that's you, awesome. man. Yeah, we do. You know, yeah. and and I think like that's the thing is, you know, obviously I'm not going to tell you what we're doing or whatever, but no, don't, no, I, I, I don't. Think, oh, I think I think primarily more than anything else, it is it is just a day for all of us to get together and just hang out and that's what it is and I think we don't get that a lot very often um especially now with a lot of people living in Adelaide and mm. you know we only see those people a couple times a year at that at that point whether we're in Adelaide or they're down and that's all that really happens ever so you know we're just keen to get a thing going and having a good night and yeah waking up the next morning and sending you send you off to that altar and that's how it is, mate. Off to the altar. Off to the altar, mate. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Some, for... somebody's gun pointed at your head. Shotgun wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Chantal's <laughs> lovely. you got to say that. You're recording at the moment. No. You've got evidence. I mean, I don't have to say it. You <laughs> know, she's lovely. I'm very happy for you, man. Thank you very much. Good Thank job. Much. Yeah, so that's just my uh, basic uh, Guru Geek out for the week. What about yours, my friend? I know you've been to the cinema. Yeah, that's exactly right. And hopefully, uh, you know, Dash will be in our little space soon because I'll get him to geek out a little bit too because why not? He's here. And um, I know that he's got really positive things to say about it too. But um, I went and watched uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train yesterday. Mm. So uh, this was huge for me realistically because um, I love Demon Slayer. I think it's an absolutely brilliant anime. Um, it's been a huge example of... Fantastic animation and storytelling um, in a space of almost like shounen-esque tropes and battle scenes and stuff like that. And it's always just like in the last few years, I can't think of an anime I enjoyed more. Um, And there's anime coming out all the time, like if you keep up with the the medium. Um, And Mugen Train, I was really excited to see because I knew that as soon as season one finished it was going to lead straight into that. It leads straight into Mugen train flawlessly. So I had a two hour runtime and it wasted no time because of that fact. And the whole movie was just absolutely filled to the brim with amazing fight scenes, amazing storytelling. And, you know, it's one of those movies you have to watch after watching the first season. It's not like an offshoot where it's like, Oh, I just want to go watch a Dragon Ball Z movie. And the only context you really need to know is Goku is a person. He has a son and Vegeta is there too. Oh, he's got to be. <laughs> like, you don't really have to know much about a Dragon Ball movie to, you know, sort of get that. But with Demon Slayer Mugen Train, it was like, all right, you have to watch the anime first. Get the first season's info into it and then go watch this movie because it's not going to waste any time. It's not going to sit there and explain who the characters are. It's going to assume that you know everybody in the film and off you go. Mm. Um, now, it was only going to have a one week run at the cinema here. And, you know, that's about all I expected from it. But it actually was the second best-selling movie of the week. So they put it on for a second week run, which is perfect because otherwise I wasn't going to have the opportunity. And last night I was like, all right, knock off work, get everything sorted at home, do all that, head to the Mount Ymir at 7.30, get into the movie and watch that movie because it's going to be a fucking sick movie. And it was. I absolutely loved it. Um, I reckon in terms of anime films, I've watched a lot of like, you know, plenty of classics miyazaki's whatever you know we watched spirited away in school like one of the, remember how we had the one teacher that was like oh you have to watch this and that blew my mind as a kid yeah blew that, my mind that we went so and, weird yeah that our drama teacher wanted us to watch an anime movie which was spirited away shout out to miss adamo and miss adamo she's yeah. a legend yeah i yeah. still see her every now and then but yeah yeah she she really took that weight loss thing on like a Absolute champion. She, she she lost heaps of weight, man. Yeah. Maybe I just don't recognise her. She does education at the jail now. Oh, yeah. At least like that was the last time I saw her, which I think was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you know, um, but uh, yeah, uh, that was um quite interesting back then as well. So I've seen a lot of those old those sort of oldish now anime movies, I suppose. And the only movies, and yeah, I know I haven't seen Your Name or you know, uh, I want to eat your pancreas. I haven't what. I haven't heard that one. That okay. <laughs> it sounds weird, but it's actually it's actually about pancreatic cancer, I think. Yeah, but you, I want to eat your pancreas. Yes, so it's based on like a folklore rumor that that is the cure is to eat a healthy pancreas or something like that. Right. That's why it's called "I want to eat your pancreas." Okay. So, okay. um, and those are beautiful movies, and I understand that they're beautiful movies, I, and I do really need to. I watch watched them. um, I know your name. I watched that a couple of years ago. It's kind of.
0: A bit hazy in my head though. Yep, I watched yep. like the first couple of episodes because it's like broken up into chunks.
1: Oh right, I think it was. Yep, yeah. I actually got it from Dash. don't <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> think about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know it's supposed to be like really beautiful and all that, but I just haven't sat down to watch it uh, mainly because I don't have any prior hype for it like I did with Demon Slayer, I suppose. Um, but yeah, this absolutely killed it for me, and I I loved every second of it. I really want to go watch it again, but I'm not gonna get the time. We're obviously way too busy this week, so um, what I'm gonna do? <laughs> Just don't show up to my wedding. <laughs> Watch the movie again. No, <laughs> uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. But um, I, I, uh, yeah. There's, there's something for everybody. Love in Demon Slayer, and um, the movie only proves that so much more. Like, there's plenty, of, plenty of little comedic bits to it. You know, there's plenty of good action to it. There's a lot of Fantastic storytelling and, you know, the character's motivation in the show for the most part, especially Tanjiro, the main character, um, it's from season one, like it's all played out and it's understood where his passion, his passion, his motivation and his drive comes from. And this movie only drives that home even further because he, he really pushes himself to get past any obstacle he can during the movie. And when he does, he comes out kick ass for it. And just the whole experience all the way through is a crazy ride um, on the Mugen train <laughs> from start to finish. Um, something, again, Dash said uh, earlier, the animation is fantastic. It has one of the best unique art styles in any fighting anime I've ever seen, any shonen type anime. Um, and it's really beautiful to watch on a giant screen. Like I would have loved to have seen it in IMAX or something. Mm. Um, I know that it's I know that it's available here. Apparently, it's currently not inv- available in America at the moment. So when I tweeted my uh, I, when I tweeted or whatever, I also messaged my American friends in a Facebook thing, and I'm like, I just went and watched Mugen Train in the cinemas. It was fucking awesome. Mm. And um, they're like, it doesn't come out here till April 13th. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well. I can't say anything. Damn it! I thought they <laughs> would have been like the first ones on top of it. But yeah, oh, poor Dash. <laughs> he said, uh, I'd come in and talk about it, boys, but I can't find spaces on Twitter. Yeah, we get anime films before anything else. Mad Men is great at licensing. That's very true. Um, and so is everybody else that uh, wants to put their name in the title card before the movie starts as well, because I think there was like nine of them, <laughs> whether it be like Aniplex or Mad Men or Ufotable or whatever. But yeah, you're just saying words at this point. Yeah, you? exactly. Like th- those, <laughs> okay. those are yeah. Anyway, um, so I guess to summarise that point, uh, since since Dash can't come in and talk, um, anybody that I've I've heard of seeing this movie, they've all loved it. Um, if you've been interested and you're interested on what the hype's about, please do yourself a massive favour. Just about everybody has a Netflix account. It's on Netflix, Demon Slayer, not Mugen Train, but the first season is on Netflix and go catch it because it is a absolutely fantastic anime and Mugen Train is a fantastic movie to jump straight off at the end of season one and be the bridge gap between season one and season two. Um, I can tell you now that if you enjoy yourself a little bit of uh, shonen-esque action... You will absolutely enjoy Demon Slayer and you will absolutely enjoy Mugen Train. It's just unfortunate that because of where, you know, the timeline is now, by the time that you catch up with this, you're probably not going to be able to catch it in cinema, which is going to be the best place to watch Mugen Train. But that being said, you know, obviously this has put it in more people's eyes now and they're Mm. more aware of Demon Slayer and what it is and curious as to whether they would like it or not. It's on Netflix, guys. Go catch it. I don't have any shadow of a doubt that most of the people that hear this message and go check it out will enjoy what they're watching. Fantastic anime. I've been mm. meaning to watch
0: a lot more anime, so mm. that might be after this one will of be the a first good, time.
1: fantastic starting point. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only problem is is it might soil you soil your view <laughs> on shown from now on because it is it is beautiful. You'll love it. I'm oh, yeah. sure. That's what I love most about anime is just like the beautiful animation. Well, that's, what that's exactly it Yeah. And you know what? I, when when I was thinking about this, I was going to come in and say something like that as well. Everybody ha- like has their different mediums for different reasons that they love them for, right? Mm. And it's usually connected to something that they gravitate towards. So for anime for me, you know, while, while for some people it's about, you know, the culture or the lifestyle or, um, you know, the jokes or the action or whatever for me it is primarily the art style and the reason it is the art style is because it motivates me that you know i'm seeing that people can do draw this kind of thing and animate this kind of thing i would love to be able to do that mm. and watching something as awesome as demon, as awesome as demon slayer and what it brings to the table in terms of anim- animation and stuff like that it yeah, blows my mind. Really makes me want to try harder so I can create some really cool artworks like that. So, yeah, um, it'd be right up your alley. Yeah, it's like a, in in 2012
0: there was an anime called Black Rock Shooter. Yeah, and like the story made no sense at none all. None at all. Like none at all. <laughs> but does the animation was absolutely stunning. Yes it was. And like the action scenes were awesome and I wasn't typically someone who just watched anime for like oh the cool fight scenes or whatever but that one especially just like the um the design of Black Rock Shooter herself as well as um oh that's right the enemies rally. yeah. Yeah I love that stuff. You're mate. big big Miku fan so that really big, helps. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I love, uh, Hatsumiku. yeah. I love Hatsune Miku. Yeah. There's a there's a ha- new Hatsune Miku game that came to Switch actually. Well another one yeah, it's a, it's not what you think. We'll talk about it a little right, bit later. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. I just it's
1: like thirteen bucks. I'm like, yeah, I might miss that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, think think about the stylisticness of Black Rock Shooter. If not, well, personally, I would say it's quite quite better. It yeah, well, it's, incorporates. It's some like really ten years stuff. later. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, like stylistic choices. Yep. Right. Well,
0: that that has got me interested. Yeah. All right.
1: Stylistic choices. There's a. It's it's really good, and it's got a it's got a very easy story to follow that's really effective. So. Yeah, get on it. Get on it while you can. All right, yeah.
0: we'll do. We'll do. Mm. Yeah. All right. So there are geek outs for the week. Um, but before we get into the news, I guess we better just say that uh, Monster Hunter Rise is coming out this week. Yes, it is. And uh, we won't be able to jump on it straight away over the podcast because wedding comes out the same <laughs> the same weekend as my wedding. So yeah. if, if we're sitting there playing Monster Hunter Rise while, uh, you know, Chantel and the rest of the wedding party are actually, you know, doing wedding things, might get in a bit of
1: trouble there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> We'll be jumping on it mm. um afterwards. Yeah. I'll yeah. be I'll be picking it up on Friday, but I won't be playing it a hell of a lot because otherwise I'll be like, what wanna do is play Monster Hunter.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I'm in I'm in the same boat. I'll I'll probably <laughs> get it downloaded or whatever but yeah yeah so if anyone's keen on like organizing hunts and playing with one another and stuff jump in the house mario discord absolutely we'll we'll start a channel in there all about monster hunter and you know bryce knows a fair bit after really getting into monster hunter world i'm sure he'll Uh, lend a hand hundreds of hours in that game
1: yeah yeah i love that game so much it's so awesome i'll be in there to get a hand (laughs) yeah (laughs) no rise is going to be absolutely wicked so i'm quite keen Yeah, awesome, Mm. awesome. Mm. All
0: right, Bryce, let's get into the news before we get into the main topic. Sure.
1: Mm. Whoops. Is that on? I can't turn up a lever. All
0: right, first on the agenda, Bryce, (laughs) is uh, Disco Elysium, Bryce. It's been uh, refused classification in Australia. What? really you're just finding out about this eh? Hey? yes <laughs> what good old bro say. you serious no i'm not serious i'm just bringing it up on the podcast as jesus a joke jesus
1: christ mate you had me scared
0: there for a minute no it has See yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> that's the joke uh, that's a good joke my friend mm. Uh, <laughs> mm. So this is from Vux.net, and the article reads, Disco Elysium, the final cut, has been given the band hammer in Australia with a classification ridiculous. board giving it the old refused classification. This means the game cannot be sold in Australia. Just, uh, just yesterday, the PlayStation versions of the game were given a release date of March 30th. A Switch version was planned for release at a later stage. The base game remains on on sale on Steam. (laughs) On stale. On stale. Mm. (laughs) Whereas games aren't required to be classified by the Australians' classifications board. So, um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty dry story, but...
1: It's a dry story, but it's also a, a constant reminder of why our fucking ratings board doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, there's a reason r18 exists it's it's yeah it, it's meant to be there for the right reasons if not you
0: want a game with your drugs and your blood and maybe uh
1: maybe a couple of uh sexy things that's why you go to the r uh 18 plus rating did they ever fix the problem with uh, hotline Miami or did it just get completely removed now nah, she's gone okay the well, second the second one the second it. one is just because they are a the collection the collection does not exist on switch well guess what guys <laughs> yeah I've got a very rare account <laughs> you do like for, for real though <laughs> yeah Because um, I have a stupidly rare account.
0: (laughs) It seemed like that game in particular, that slipped through the cracks. Mm. And um, it was up for like, I don't know, say three hours at a guess. Yeah. And that's when I had the code. Because, yeah, Bryce and I, we we received a code from Devolver. And uh, Bryce obviously went straight to his Switch, put it in, redeemed it, locked to his account, downloaded it, all good. Um, But I got home from work. Oh, that's a nice code at five o'clock in the afternoon or whatever and it was gone put it in it's like oh it's not working It's so like, oh they've they've blocked it because it's uh it's naughty naughty Ooh, i'm gonna rare can it just boys. shows you how close to look at it because they they blocked the initial release on playstation 4 where it was like oh yeah this game's got too many drugs you know, this australian classification board notoriously does not like drugs if you mm. use drugs in a positive light whether it's healing health or r- removing status effects or whatever with like i don't know Ecstasy or something, I don't know. Yeah, like, no, that'd be like a pan at all. They'll be like yeah, but oh no, don't you dare do that. No no drugs. But no, they no drugs. They bring out a collection with one and two. They're like, Oh, that's fine. But like, wait a minute, that has a that has a second game in it. Let's it get, oh, get it off. Get it off. Get, off, get, off. <laughs> get it. Go <laughs> away. Get it off. on
1: him. Yep. No, I managed to get it just before the cut the, the clinch, so thank God for that, eh? <laughs> yeah. Thank god thank God for that. Have you played it much though? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I've already played enough of it before where I'm kind of just like, yeah, i get this. So, and I've always got stuff to play. So, I've kind of it's it's on my back burner there somewhere. What mate, what makes it really
0: annoying in particular for that game though? is just like it just means Hotline uh Hotline Miami 1 can't be on Switch, cuz that's not that wasn't re- refused classification. Mm. That's fine. Mm. But it's that's the only way you can access it for the collection that also includes 2. Mhm. So, so there's
1: there's you might as well just not have Hotline Miami. Mhm.
0: Yeah, well just- I don't have
1: that problem. <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky boy. Oh, yes. Yes. Feels powerful for once. You feel powerful? Feel powerful. <laughs> I have Hotline Miami.
0: In my hands. <laughs> ah! On my Joy-Cons. Whoa. I've got to go. So I'll have to go to your place and play it. Yes. Because I'm not making another account. I had, um, I had American accounts and stuff, but when I got my new Switch, it just disappeared and I forgot the passwords and, you know, no. it is what it is.
1: No. All
0: right, so next up, this is a very Australian-based topic, but um, Monster Hunter Rise Amiibo are now available for pre-order in Australia. And uh, Nintendo has uh, put up the promised Monster Hunter Rise Amiibo uh, for a for sale a week earlier. You can pre-purchase them now from the Australian My Nintendo store. The Magnamelo... Mag- Magnamello uh, we will set you back thirty five dollars. The Palamute and Palico amiibo are for thirty dollars. Nintendo says Oof. the estimated yeah dispatched date is uh, next Friday on March twenty sixth, and you've got a limit to two per Nintendo account. Now I looked at these, and I assume at the time of recording this, that they're, they're sold out. I assume. Yeah. Because that's how that's how uh, Nintendo items work.
1: Yeah, all the time. But
0: I looked at, it. I'm like, oh yeah, I want, I want to get these. I'm, I'm planning on getting the season pass and really getting into this monster hunter cause it's on switch and it'll be a uh, easy to pick up and play and good online game. And I've been wanting to go in the series for a long time. So yep, yep. there's a lot of reasons why I want to really get into this game. Like, I'll get the Amiibo. That'd be a nice thing for the shelf and stuff. But I'm like, Oh, maybe I'm not that into the Amiibo for 35 bucks. And- no, no. Cause like, you know, if I get one, you- if I get, if I get one, you need
1: the set. And to get the set, you'll need to spend, a what? what is it, 125 bucks. I, th- I think the Magnum Allo would probably be worth it because it's probably quite big, right? Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, don't I, know I, if, I, if it, I
1: think that'd be quite big. actually don't know if it is a bigger Amoeba. Think, think about like the Guardian, for example, because if you look at the bases of those, mm. how small you can tell the size of them. So that looks pretty big. Yeah, it is a pretty big Amoeba, yeah. Right. In comparison in comparison to like whatever. But uh, like the Guardian was also quite that expensive as well. You know, it wasn't cheap. All right, but these two—why? Why are they thirty dollars? Why Nintendo? Why? Why are they? Why are those two thirty dollars? They look like standard size amiibo. You sell the Smash series for seventeen ninety-five a pop. They're like twenty-two bucks now. They've gone up. It's Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like I get inflation, but that's like over-inflation. Like way too far. I really still need to get that Banjo though. Damn. Mm. I don't even know when that comes out. I forget. I need to pre-order it. <laughs> yeah, I've got no idea. I'm not
0: keeping up with it no, so too much. But I
1: mean, Mr. Amiibo man over here, I don't think, you know, like I, I don't even think he's he's bought an Amiibo in a while, have you? No, not in a while.
0: No. No. I want yeah. the Byleth one. I wanted the female Byleth, but it was only the male. I'm like... Stupid. Yeah. The, the male, the male Byleth doesn't jive with me. I want the female one. She's, yeah. she's the one I'm playing as in Smash and uh, Fire Emblem, so that's, that's my character.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah so all right well Amiibo. What are gonna do about pyra and mithra holy shit like oh my god <laughs> what Don't are know. they gonna do about that they'll
0: probably just split them up and say you too yeah maybe i'd like to have them too so yeah all right so this one is also from vux.net and this was an announcement early in the week that actually got me excited and um I probably won't buy one because I've already got the first version. But the article is 8 uh, bit DOE's Pro 2 adds back paddles and profile switcher, and it's out May 6th in Australia. So 8 bit Doe, they do a range of controllers for Nintendo Switch, PC, um, Mac, that type of thing, and they just work really well with yeah, all those types of things. Pretty good. I've got the how was that. I've got <laughs> the um, the 8-bit Doe Pro 1 which is just like a fantastic retro controller, which also is kind of similar to like a a PlayStation 4 DualShock in some ways, just with the sticks um, on the bottom um, right next to each other. And uh, it's got a fantastic D-pad. And I mainly bought it for the D-pad, which um, on the Pro Controller is uh, not very good. No. Not very good. But um, this this announcement is pretty cool. So they're pretty much just uh, making the controller even better, just with like a, a profile switcher so you can... Uh, change from PC to switch to whatever you're playing on. Mm-hmm. Because typically when you go um, from different devices, you need to uh, sync up every single time. And I guess like a bit of a pain in the bum if that is your, like, your main controller for each platform. Yeah. Um, So just really easy, do a switch, able to transfer from one platform to another. It's also got the back uh, triggers, kind of similar to the uh, Xbox Elite controller. They're not really paddles, they're more just like a button where your index finger would lie when Mm. you're holding the controller. But that could be an interesting way if um, you could map it to something um, in-game. I can't think of anything uh, from a Nintendo game
1: that would be particularly useful. The the Hori Joypads were the same um yeah and uh i mean i, I got a pair of day, uh, deus ex marketing ones um and they're really good for assigning specific commands that would just otherwise be a massive pan in the ass so for example i assigned a uh, sprint and whistle buttons respectively for breath of the wild so i could whistle sprint like just by tapping the back buttons really yep. easily which is the best way to do it mm. Um, so yeah, that is proved very handy. Otherwise, you know, with the standard pro controller, you get a crab claw it and then, yeah. you know, try and like awkwardly shuffle your finger around and yeah, mm. it's not as effective. Cause the,
0: the thing, the thing I think about when I do a crab <laughs> grip on like the normal controller is like when I'm doing like King DDDs down B, like I do that, but then I also want to move. So I go like this, mm-hmm. like it works, it works fine for me. It doesn't really hinder me at all, but you know, there's like different Ways you play in each game that actually might be quite useful having these extra two buttons on the back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, which, which uh, yeah, if you're playing like a shooter game, you might just want to just hit it for a grenade or something like that. Like, mm. so you don't have to take your thumb off the stick. That is like the the big thing. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. So Bryce, so that's actually all the news this week. Not too much. Nice and quick. We've uh, we've got busy weeks ahead of us. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry for that, mate. I'm, I've I've put you into this predicament <laughs> here. You're fine.
1: <laughs> You'll pay for it later. Oh,
0: <laughs> all right, guys. So let's move into the House of Mario's Red Coin recommendations. Beautiful. Not oh, that button. Oh, my-, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. I so say pretty- <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a week. Yeah, it's a week or it's a week. I tell you what. So there's been a few games that have came out this week. There's a Kingdom Kings of Amulet Re-Reckoning. That port has finally made its way to Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a, a fantasy RPG that initially released on PS3 and, and Xbox. Xbox 360. And uh, this is a bit of like a an underlying sort of a cult favorite
1: for a lot of people. Yeah, because it, it's a Lionhead Studios game, right? I think. Uh, if not, it's done by Peter Molyneux. Was it? I
0: don't know if it was.
1: I think it was. Because it was a big deal. I could be wrong. I, I just remember it was like, that was the reason I was hyped for it because it had something to do with Fable developers in some kind. And I think it was a Peter Molyneux game.
0: No, it wasn't a Peter Molyneux, was it? So from the hit RPG returns uh, from the minds of the best-selling author R.A. Uh, Salvatore uh, and Spawn creator Todd McFarlane and Elder, Elder Scrolls Oblivion lead designer Ken Rolson Uh, comes the Kings of Amulet Re-Reckoning remastered with stunning visuals and refined gameplay Re-Reckoning delivers intense customizable RPG combat with a a sprawling game
1: world then what was it then? because that game's quite old now like it's fairly old but I remember there was something about it that was it was linked to Fable in some sort of respect where I I was just kind of like oh this would be good and then never ended up playing it I think it was just like the setting to be honest with you could have been yeah, I don't know. I felt I felt like it was ha- like more largely linked to that, but I mm. don't know. I could be wrong, I guess. Yeah, well, you were. <laughs> you don't know that yet. You haven't done the extensive research.
0: No, this is, this is in front of my computer. It c- could
1: could be part of the development team worked on Fable or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. There, was, there was a reason that I was excited for it at the time. Yeah. Well, anyone, anyone in the chat at the moment, if you can figure it out, because I feel I'd like there's just something in my head where I'm like, all right. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm.
0: So this is the Hatsumiku game I was uh, talking about before, Bros. So this is Hatsu, Hatsu Miku Logic Paint S. <laughs> Mario Paint? No, yo. Do, do, it's, it's actually not. Do, exactly do, not. Do, 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 do. So Hatsu Miku Logic Paint uh, Miku Logic has evolved. You can now play Hatsu Miku Logic S, uh, Paint S on Nintendo Switch. Enjoy Hatsu Miku Logic S. Paint S on the go, at home, on the big screen, wherever, whenever, with Hatsumiku Miku and friends. So it's actually a puzzle game, Bryce. Okay. So with 5x5 five five and 15x15 15 15, and 20x20 20 20 puzzles have been added along with puzzles from the smartphone app. Hatsumiku Miku Logic Paint. Um, clear the stages to get illustrations of Miku and friends. Collect artwork by completing many stages. Right. So yeah, I just looked at I looked at this. It's it's eighteen dollars, but it's currently twenty five percent off. It's very much like Sudoku type of thing.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, and you collect uh, artworks of Hatsumiku and friends, and you have a good time. Apparently, it unlock songs and that, but I can't like uh, it doesn't have a video, so it really doesn't show uh, all that much. But anyway, Bryce, I'm going to um. So I've picked my two. I'm going to get
1: you the pick. The last one, my friend. Oh Jesus. So pick it, pick something oh, from the new releases there. Arbitrary but, pressure. Yeah, look at that arbitrary Damn. pressure. There's so much in this that I'm just like, don't really care. <laughs> yeah, we'll pick something
0: that's, uh, that's either sweet. eye-catching, entertaining, whatever you feel like, mate. Um,
1: nothing. <laughs> I'll just do any, mini, mini, mo. Then I, I, I am. <laughs> I, I'm looking for the most ridiculous one because every possible. now and again I'm
0: like that. That sounds like a troll game. I'm going to read it. V- then it actually looks quite good.
1: Yeah. It's no, funny. There was a
0: game the other, oh, like a fair while ago last year called, um, was that, was that Wonderling or something? I'm like, what is this? It looks silly. But I actually ended up buying it on sale um, recently because it was, actually looked quite good.
1: Hopple says, good morning from Europe. Nice to catch you live. Yeah. How you going, my friend? Hey, how you doing? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I think... Let's let's go with gun skaters because that sounds like something oh. stupid edgy. Sorry, by iPad, gun skaters. What's was gun skaters on your
0: You click on it, you read it, my friend. Uh, it's fine. Your, your pick. Fine, don't,
1: yeah. Don't
0: chuck gun skaters on me. I'll chuck gun skaters at you. All
1: uh, right. What the fuck?
0: No, it's not what I wanted. Got an old man over here can't use an iPad,
1: mate. No, I just hate split screen iPads, and your iPad's small compared to mine. Yeah, mine's like a iPhone in comparison. Four compared to yours. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh okay so this looks very strange already looks like wild west with a snowy saloon okay (laughs) okay this game is super addictive especially with not not especially especially with friends and family oh jesus featuring easy controls and addictive skating mechanic this game is designed to be enjoyed by one to four players online or locally you can Play versus each other, work together to kill zombies, or even play a football game. So, what this has to do with gun and skaters, I will have a n- never have a no. If you, uh, have a no. Christ, this game is making me ter- talk bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like <a> <laughs> yeah, it's making me Turk bad. It's making me um, Turk bad. Oh no, no, Because You can play versus each other, work together to kill zombies, or even play a football game. And the title is Gun Skaters, and the picture representing the game. Is a snowy Western background with cowboys. I'm very confused. And as I as I flick through, I need to some screenshots. Yeah, well, as I flick through, it basically just looks like a four player, um, four player capable party game, right? But if that's the case, then why is it called Gun Skaters? If there's, from what I can tell, no skating. There is guns, but it's killing zombies. Uh, and there's soccer. Uh, from the screenshots, looks like it's like a a four player mini game. Yeah, so you go. Game. Looks like you go around shooting each other, and you're on ice, so you got skating. Yeah, that's what it says. But the the further you go into it, like it's got soccer, and then it's got like levels with wood ground, and then. Like it doesn't look like the title actually encompasses what the game is. It's kind of except for the gun part, maybe. I'll be
0: honest, that looks kind of fun.
1: I'm but sure. I'm sure it probably <laughs> is, but you know that's how the way the way things go. Okay, so it's uh, it's four dollars eighty on the
0: Australian eShop. It's twenty percent off from six bucks. Yeah. So go and check it out.
1: If that gun skater sounds like you do about, I don't know, man. <laughs> that was very interesting to look at there for a second. I have, no, I have no idea what the context is for the entire game at all, but there you go, Gun Skaters, everybody. Game of the year. Game of the year. Mm. Put, it, put it in the bin. Oh, yeah. Right in the bin. <laughs> right in the trash.
0: All right. Let's move on to uh, Reggie's Rec Room, Bryce, and we'll uh, rank the Nintendo franchises.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that, aren't we? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we are. Whoops. <laughs> is this the right button? Yes, really? it is. Oh, my you. God. He found the right button. Reggie. I did. Hey, Reggie. Thank you for your never-ending support. For giving me a mushroom kingdom full of incredible memories that I will never forget. You're welcome. Ever. I hope he doesn't forget. <laughs> he might. He's
0: so, like, I don't know who your boys are. <laughs> Sorry, just trying to not spit. Do you mean, imagine if we do like meet Reggie one day? He's like, Hey, Reggie, how you going? I love you, boys. He's like, Oh my god, <laughs> he,
1: he didn't forget Reggie. He's right. He didn't forget. He didn't lie to us. Oh, What a nice man. Oh, my God. Dear Lord. Dear oh. Lord. Pray to Reggie. <laughs> Pray to Reggie, yes.
0: <laughs> so, Bryce, you're the one with the tier list in your hand. So, let's go through what Nintendo franchises we will be listing. Right. And uh, how we're going to go about it.
1: Quick rule set first, right? Yep, yep. So, we've got... S-A-B-C-D here, right? So everybody's doing these at the moment and we thought about it for a second. We're like, you know what? Let's do one on the show, right? So we've got S-A-B-C and D here in terms of tier. I say the lowest we probably go is probably C and then leave D as a non-play, non-applicable tier. That makes sense? Because to be fair, like at the end of the day, there is probably some things on this list where we're just like not even looked at. Like I can't say I've ever played superstar baseball. It didn't come out in Australia. That's why. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um. So we've got a bit of everything here in terms of franchises. So I'm going to quickly list them off, and then we'll go through them one by one. We've got Animal Crossing, uh, Bayonetta, Mario Superstar Baseball, Donkey Kong, Doctor Mario, Earthbound, Fire Emblem, F Zero, Mario Golf, Ice Climbers, Mario Kart, Kid Icarus, Kirby, Luigi's Mansion, Super Mario, Metroid, No More Heroes, Mario Party. Pikmin, Pokemon, Super Smash Bros, Splatoon, Star Fox, Super Mario Strikers, Mario Tennis, WarioWare, Xenoblade Chronicles, Yoshi, and Zelda. So what we'll try to do is we'll try and get through all of them, right? But we will just try and keep keep it brief for each one because obviously we don't want to run too far over time and there's like a decent amount to talk about there. Mm -hmm. So I dare say we'll probably just start from the start and go all the way to the end rather than you know, starting with Zelda first and then going to Mario because they're in separate places and it's kind of a pain in the ass to manage.
0: Yep. Okay. So, so it's just like it's kind of weird how like I know like Bayonetta's. I know Nintendo's like got behind it and published it and that, but it's kind of weird that that's. But in it, this is an,
1: list. it is an it is a Nintendo franchise now. Yeah, but it's not really. Yes, it is. They don't own it. They just. It doesn't it. matter. That it, it is under Nintendo's banner. They exclusively own it. It counts. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, we'll chuck it in. It, it counts. Just, yeah, just follow the list and whatever's on there. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow the rules, bro. Could say, you could that. say, oh, F-Zero's, F-Zero hasn't had a game in fucking 15 years, so we don't count that. Yeah, but like, it's a Nintendo franchise. Yes, but we don't count that because it hasn't had a game in 15 years. Like, it's the same argument. It's like, at the end of the day, it was published on the Nintendo console, and it is primarily, if not exclusively, published on Nintendo now. And Nintendo's one of Nintendo's biggest Wii U games was a Bayonetta game. So... It was. We're yeah. leaving it at that. Okay, fair call. Done deal.
0: Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll give you the d- d- done deal the, there, the mate. Handshake. Uh, there it All is. All
1: right. Yeah, we, we've established the rule set. All right. So we're going to go from start to finish. Animal Crossing, as a franchise. Um, so I would have said A, but now
0: it's S. Yeah, I believe it's an S tier now. I
1: I think I 100% agree there. So we're going to move that up there, so we can go over, go over it later. Um. So Animal Crossing in recent times, quite clearly, is a perfect game for what has tarnished the world for the last year or so, right? Perfect way to sort of still hang out with friends and still remain safe and all that. And it seems everybody agrees because it is now almost the highest selling game on Switch. Um, with the upgrades that came with um, New Horizons, it's it's just become an infinitely better game and far more customizable than what it's ever been. Um. Older Animal Crossings, so I could spend maybe about 40 hours on before I'd be like, all right, I'm going to start playing this list consistently. But I reckon I've played uh, New Horizons for at least 100 hours. Yeah. Um, fantastic game. My partner loved it. So we spent a lot of time playing it together. You yeah, bought a second copy, I didn't bought you? a second copy. They yeah. got you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there is a lot to love about Animal Crossing. And I think it's a fantastic way to sort of just calmly interact with friends rather than like I don't know, playing a shooter or something online or playing a fighting game where you're going to get frustrated at each other if you you know... Spamming the same crap all the time. Spamming the same shit all the time. Like, it is just a relaxing <laughs> game. There's really hardly anything to get annoyed with or whatever and it's just a fun social game. Yeah, I believe it just belongs in here because it's now hit the mainstream. The quality's there. Yes. The excitement's there. The yes. community around it's there. Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. so definitely up in the S tier. It's definitely not my favorite franchise out of a lot, but I recognize its impact. Yeah. Is this like our personal, like, we better just put it out there. This is what we just think. This is a combined effort by the House of Mario. Yeah. Okay. It is definitely what we think as in terms of franchises. It's not like this is the definitive list. And if you don't like it, then you're wrong. Right. Okay. Everybody's obviously going to like series different. But um, in terms of like value of like, I'm, I'm keeping the numbers in aspect as well as, you know, how much enjoyment I got out of it. Um, and if those things match up together to the point where it's like I kind of enjoyed the game and it also sold a lot and a lot of people enjoy it I'm going to put it in the S tier you know if I absolutely hate something and it sold a lot probably not going to hold it as high but I'm going to recognize the fact that it still sold a lot of copies and people liked it you know so definitely yeah Yeah. and if anybody uh, live with us in the house of Mario at the moment um,
0: put in what you think about every uh, Nintendo franchise as we're going through them as well yeah that's exactly right include that input in as well sure
1: yeah should have mentioned that earlier but i guess whoops (laughs) anyway so uh next one is the divisive one we've already talked about and that's bayonetta Mm -hmm. all right um personally i think it sits between b and a um only because of the pre-affirmation fact of like you know it it's it's technically it technically when it started was not a nintendo franchise game um that doesn't you know, dismiss its quality. Still a very good game. Bayonetta 2 was also one of the highest rated games on We uh, rated games on Wii U and subsequently, I think, on Switch as well. Mm. You know, there's there's a lot of reasons to love Bayonetta. It's getting like 10 out of 10s just across the board type of things. So. Yeah, that's right. I love I love uh, Bayonetta as a character. I love the cast of Bayonetta. I really enjoyed Bayonetta in general. I still haven't finished two yet because I haven't gotten around to it. Uh, three is obviously on the horizon. There's a lot of hype for that, and people are still wanting news to this day. Um, personally i think it sits between b and a so i think largely it's going to depend on what you think it's kind of hard because it's, it's obviously like a, a top tier title
0: as far as at least the second one goes i know the, the first one's excellent as well mm-hmm. um it's just hard when when i'm actually thinking about like as like a nintendo community of people that enjoy these franchises and like where each one sort of fits in and like the hype levels of coming out. Obviously, Bayonetta has got a massive sort of cult, ant, following. Yeah, cult following about it. But as far as like um, the Bayonetta community being like a part of like the whole Nintendo sort of atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, say per se, I don't know how that fits in there necessarily. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely, I definitely wouldn't put it S personally, Just, yeah, no. just, just for that fact. Yeah. Nothing it's not even to do with the game or the franchise itself. It's just purely because of that. Yeah. Um but there's A and B. I don't know. And it's hard too, because I haven't
1: I haven't like had like a heap of experience with it too, so I think they're extremely well crafted games and it's Nintendo now Nintendo's Devil Mag Cry. That's personally my opinion on it, and that's how I see it. Yeah. So personally you know, between A and B tier, it probably leans closer to A tier. Mm. If I could put them in the middle, if this le- this list actually allowed for that, that would be a I, nightmare I, I, to I would, start I would, off with. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, would have, I would have put it in the middle, but I can't. Yeah, put it in A then. Put it in A. Put it in A. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Bayonetta gets an A. Right. Uh, Mario Superstar Baseball. Neither of us played it. Wasn't available here. Just leave it out. We, we that's right. We couldn't. So play it goes into D. Yeah. Right. We couldn't play it. That's right. Donkey Kong. B. B yeah okay um reasons though um what do you want me to talk about first
0: no I was just thinking (laughs) I absolutely love Donkey Kong 94 so that actually bumps it up to A (laughs) Mm. Donkey Kong 94 on the the Game Boy was absolutely amazing I played that on the uh, 3DS virtual console for the first time and um, I loved it so much and I actually went and bought like a physical cartridge for it in the end at Avcon yep um that one time and uh the games by Retro Studios fantastic as well. Obviously, the original Donkey Kong
1: Country games amazing. The more I think about it, put an A. Yep. Yeah, I reckon. I, I reckon I agree. So um, I I was sort of a SNES kid, but never played Donkey Kong game on SNES. The first real exposure I had to Donkey Kong, where I was like, "Oh, I really enjoy this," was Donkey Kong '64. Let's be said, that's a rare game, and I'm a big rare fan. And historically, Donkey Kong has been made by Rare in its older titles. And the quality definitely shows. There's a reason it's called The Golden Age of Rare. Definitely. Um. So, to be honest with you, like, those games, they're all awesome. And, like, they're definitely not S tier for me because platformers have very limited... Like, especially these days, platformers have very limited slots in what I enjoy because it's been done to death for me because i played so many of them. Yeah. And, like...
0: So they've always been, like, personally for me, I know some people will come and stab me in the throat for saying this, but they've they've always been, like, a step under the Mario platformers, personally for me, yeah. Um, as yeah. far as I'm
1: concerned, anyway. Yeah, that's the same. But that's because so, that's what I started with, too. Of course, yeah. You know, Mario 3 and stuff like that. That's what I was playing when I was a kid. So, um, obviously, Mario 64 was my first 3D platformer and for the first game, one of the first games I got with my Nintendo console. So, you know. That was, uh, yeah, definitely like sort of a speeding point for Mario. Whereas Donkey Kong, I haven't had that much. Um, yeah, Retro Studios games are great. Um, and yeah, I think uh, in, uh, their quality definitely shows even with the retro titles. If you compare a Mario game with <laughs> a, a very famous comparison actually at the moment is what Donkey said. And that is he, th- he showed three clips of each and one was Donkey, Go- of, of Donkey Kong and Mar- New Super Mario Bros. And he's like, now I just showed you three levels of Mario, uh, sorry, one level of Mario and three levels of Donkey Kong, right? And he goes, actually, it's the opposite way around. It was one level of Donkey Kong, three levels of Mario. And the difference in quality is absolutely staggering. Mm. Like the Donkey Kong games are made with multiple levels in mind, but stuck in one level. And so the art style sort of shifts around the place very commonly. Whereas that doesn't happen a lot in Mario. I think the quality for Donkey Kong titles is really, really up there. And I think historically it always has been. Probably even better than Mario at some point. But I feel like Mario is more satisfying to play for me. Mainly because it's straight to the point. Does that make sense? It definitely does make sense, yeah. There you go. So, I, I agree. A tier, definitely. So, it's sitting in A tier. That's how it is. That's how it is, man. That's how it is. Dr. Mario, Drew. C? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, like they're fun games, but they're fun games. But the problem is, is in a world of puzzle uh, puzzle games, especially uh, Flatland puzzle games, like you know Tetris or Doctor Mario or something like that. Doctor Mario does not stand out to me at all, and I can only play it for so long before I'm just like, all right, it's it's essentially Poya Poya, right? Mm. And there is a reason there is a game called Poya Poyo Tetris that features both, because it doesn't matter what side of the coin you're on. There's one that prefers the other so the way poyo poyo tetris sort of worked is they made it in into such a manner that people can play tetris against people that play poyo because they prefer either one and that's the reason why that game exists right so um definitely yeah there's going to be people out there that like it but because it's exclusively poyo and i don't really like poyo that much i'm gonna have to put it in c
0: yeah i I tried to get into that yeah me too yeah, like it's got it's got like a different bit of a different rule set, but the
1: it's essentially the similar sort of concept. Yeah, mm. I agree. Uh, Earthbound, Ooh. this is an interesting one. Yeah, um,
0: B comes to mind, but that that that's just because
1: it's just been abandoned for so long. I think so too. Yeah, right. It it does sit in the middle tier for me because I love RPGs and I love how wacky Earthbound is. But the fact that we haven't even seen a release of Mother 3 in English and it's had to be translated by an entire community just to, you know, get that available. I have a feeling if that was released natively, that'd be a very well, you know, recognized of RPG course, here. Of course, yeah. I reckon. You know, I think it's definitely held its weight in Japan, but unfortunately it hasn't held its weight here to the point where they gave up on it pretty much until the Wii U when they're like, Girl, let, let's put English Earthbound on the store. Maybe that'll make people happy. Yeah. And it did. Still all waiting for... Mother three or Earthbound Three or whatever two. Whatever you from want to the call it. Gamboy Advance. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly right. And it probably won't happen. No. They made a they made a famous joke about it in the Robot Chicken E three. They're like, Where's Mother Three? And he just set him on fire. Yeah, set him on fire. That's Nintendo's that, response. That's they're like, We're fucking sick of hearing about Mother Three. Give it up. They just make it then. Jesus, we exactly. so yeah. got to translate it. Yeah, so uh, definitely tier for me. I wish they would do something with it. I think that's probably going to come down similar to what F Zero is too. Like as cool as it is, unfortunately, it's yeah, it's not up there because as much yeah. I well F Zero there too. Yeah, we're talking about it. Well, we'll do that in a minute Okay. because we need to talk about it first. Uh, Fire Emblem, though, I reckon A. A, yeah. See, so it's like um, it's a between an A and S for me. It
0: is, yeah, because it, it personally for me, it's not up there with what I'm thinking about. S tier,
1: yeah, that's right. Nintendo franchises, yeah. but it's close. It is getting very, very close. It's very close, especially yeah. since Awakening. You know, uh, the jump in quality for that franchise has gone absolutely insane. And I three hours, I gave that a perfect ten when I reviewed it mm. uh, for DashGamer Perfect ten, fantastic game. It's exactly what you want. The soundtrack is absolutely banger. I listen to that on, yeah. Like I, I will get the itch to listen to that <laughs> every couple of weeks. Um, it was a reach for my hand. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, no. Fantastic fantastic series. It's really on the rise. At the moment, it sits between A and S for me personally. Um it's a it's become their premier tactical RPG when they've had a oh, slew definitely. of when when they've had a slew of them that people are still crying back for like Advance Wars for example. Yeah, well, the, the studio used to
0: rotate between Advance Wars and Fire Emblem, but mm. when Fire Emblem rose to its uh, popularity they just sort of kicked Advance Wars in the mud and said see you later
1: Mm, see you later Advance Wars not very advanced for me anymore but yeah no it definitely sits up there in the between an A and S for me so I think personally with the House of Mario that's where it's gonna go right yeah and we can't be too generous with these S tiers either we can't like, it's definitely heading there. If they keep up with the amount of quality that they've got going with Fire Emblem, it's definitely going to hit that point where it's just like, all right, this is absolutely premier for Nintendo. But, uh, yeah, for the moment, between A and S for me. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, F-Zero, obviously, we'll, we'll quickly burst through this one as well because, uh, you know, limited experience. Um, F-Zero, I think, I think most of us have went and played the original. Like, I feel like it was- You can't avoid it at you this can't, point. They, keep, can't giving it. It to they keep giving it to you. They
0: keep giving it to you. On the Wii, they're like, buy it for 80 cents. I'm, oh, I guess I have to. Yeah, that's on right. On 3DS, like, just have it because you bought your system for 100 bucks more. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, on Switch, obviously, you get it through um, Nintendo Switch Online. It's that's like, right.
1: All right. Well, I guess I'll play it here too. Yeah. So- They yeah. just they just throw it at you. And like, I, I can see why uh, there are definitely fans of this series because obviously, Captain Falcon, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen- has been available in Smash Brothers since the beginning. So we've always known about Captain Falcon and I think we've always appreciated Falcon Punch and like everything that surrounds his personality and even his playstyle in Smash and all that. And you know that that really drove me to sort of look into the lore oh, a bit more. Oh, definitely, yeah. But unfortunately how far does that lore go when it it has just been fairly much told through I think an anime special, maybe a manga, and then the rest of it,
0: just a retro racing game. It's just a point. retro racing game. Yeah, I mean, you don't, don't barely even see the model. Obviously, you see yeah. the, uh, the
1: cars the game, and everything. In the GameCube version, they had a little bit of something, but mm. it didn't really go very far. And that game was hard as hell. Oh yeah. So <laughs> trying to actually like get through it for the story was yeah, it wasn't a thing. You know, you you played it for its difficulty.
0: I want F Zero to become like the equivalent. Equivalent of what Uncharted is to PlayStation. You're like, you know, climbing cliffs endlessly as Captain Falcon.
1: My name is Falcon Drake. Falcon Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking, of course. So, um, where do you want to where do you want to put it? I personally think I, I personally think it belongs right next to Earthbound for the very same reason. To be honest, they like I love I love the concept of it and I love the stuff that goes with it, but they haven't done anything with it, and therefore it it really does make it stagnant. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd put it as high as Earthbound
0: even, I reckon. You don't reckon? Personally, for me, like I put Earthbound on a higher pedestal than
1: F0, but maybe just slightly. So yeah, A tier, like it's definitely- I can put it under Earthbound because I'm also also putting it like where- In order. Yeah, based on- Oh, geez. Yeah, based on- Yeah, well, yeah. So under under Earthbound. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon that's probably the best way to put it because that's the best way to organize these tier lists in a sense of like- you know, what we appreciate from top to bottom. Okay. And uh, Dash also said that he'll play the shit out of a (laughs) F-Zero Uncharted game. (laughs) Captain Falcon. Mm, Yeah, he's just like swinging in like ancient temples. What the fuck am I doing here? Where's my car? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mario Golf. Mario... Golf. Whether we count a nest tournament in, in that, I don't know. Oh, you can, you can, you can if you want, because it's technically Mario Golf. Um, so my Mario Golf experience is Mario Golf 64, and I loved Mario Golf 60, 64 as a kid. Past that, I'm not too sure. And I find this really hard to tier until the new one comes out. Yeah, me too.
0: Um, I think just judging off people's uh, experience with the games and how much they enjoy them, I reckon it's a, a pretty solid B, B tier.
1: Mm. You reckon? What about your own personal experience? Not much.
0: I I I never really I was never really interested in golf in a video game. But it's only like now where I'm like, I actually picked up PGA tour twenty one on you know, Xbox. Like, oh yes, yeah, a
1: relaxing golf game.
0: Yeah, I just want something relaxing. So, you know, as I get older, I'm actually like considering playing the golf game and <laughs> um now, now with it coming the switch, I'm like, yeah, I'm actually pretty keen for this, especially since the multiplayer having like a lot of friends online. Being in different time zones and stuff, the multiplayer—you don't have to play all online at the same time. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of reasons now why the golf is actually um, a bit interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, so, I love actual golf. Actual golf's fun. I yeah, actually don't mind it either. Which fuck, maybe we should actually go and do it. But we
1: should Cause, sometime.
0: Because when um when when like people say oh, I went golfing today and had a six pack of beer and we had some good chats with the boys, I'm like that sounds like fun. It does. It, it sounds does. good. Yeah. Because golf's fun.
1: Yeah, I always always did it when I was a kid. So S tier after that. Conversation. In fact, in fact, I used to run around with um Tom and his dad because oh, they, yeah. him and Peter are friends, and we used to go to the golf course and. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's how I have you, like a bit of history with Tom. You, you, oh, okay, so yeah. you used to be the ball boy. No, just, they just they, wanted, they really wanted to go golfing, but got stuck with us. So uh. we just <laughs> <went>. <laughs> Um bringing the goddamn kids. Yeah, that's all right. Um so what do you think between earthbound and F0 on the B tier?
0: Yeah, above F0 between and below earthbound. That's
1: what I mean. Yeah. 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 So in between. Yeah, so. Cool. All right, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one is pretty much dead in the water. Ice climbers. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, that that goes in the C tier. <laughs> I kind of get- it's not even C tier. Yeah, but C tier is what we're considering the lowest. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, put it, put it down there. So, put it below. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, the thing with Ice Climbers is the only thing that they're known for now is Smash Bros. Yeah. And well, that's it. We didn't,
0: uh, like, I didn't have a Nintendo Entertainment System when it was relevant. So, I, I wasn't like, playing Ice Climbers when, you know, it, it might have been the latest and greatest hit yeah. from Nintendo. So, yeah, it was only me up. going
1: back to it being like, yeah, right. This is kind of annoying. <laughs> So, right. not much history there. No, neither, to be completely honest with you. Okay, Mario Kart, I think that's pretty obvious where that's going. Yeah, right up the top. So, if is it above Animal Crossing though? Yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have to double yeah. check with you. Um, so Mario Kart for very obvious reasons, it is the quintessential quintessential party game pretty much. Everybody knows how to fuck how to fuck a Mario Kart. If you get a
0: Nintendo platform, whether it was uh, <laughs> whether it was a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo Switch, you gotta pick up a copy of Mario Kart. That's right. Whatever's available on it. Yep. It becomes
1: bundled with most consoles in most cases. You know, it, it is it is really just a solid experience, especially Mario Kart 8. It is just definitive as hell, and they even started introducing it uh, more franchis- franchises into it as well. So Zelda and Animal Crossing, very recent examples. Mm. Um you know, it uh, it's just it's, like what do you do if you don't have Mario Kart on the S tier? Honestly, <laughs> don't know. Who, a- who actually hates Mario Kart to actually be like take a good hard look at yourself if you're putting this in A tier? No, if you B tier, yeah, no. To be honest, if you put it below S tier, like just think about like growing up as a kid. If you always played Nintendo games as a kid, there's no fucking way you, you avoided Mario Kart. There is one person out there who's like. I don't know, let's say, I've never played Mario Kart before. Yeah, let, just
0: like, let's just say there's like a purely single player game. Just say Fire Emblem. All you did is play your strategy RPGs. Since you were five. Yeah, and Mario Kart is at the very bottom. Like, oh, I hate playing with people. I just want to
1: strategize. And I'm sure there's people that are like that. But of course, yeah. But I think they can all <laughs> recognize like the worth of Mario Kart as a series. Mm. You know, it obviously spawned uh, Crash Nitro Kart as well, you know. Yeah. yeah, just like, yeah. It wasn't like the first arcade
0: game. Cart racer but no it's definitely the
1: one which was it was one with an iconic franchise though yeah
0: and it's one that you know every sort of game in that genre sort of replicated
1: that's exactly right yeah there's
0: always like a version of the green shells a version of the red shells a version of the banana you know
1: yeah it's- a version of the first place fuck over yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know definitely definitely up there so kid icarus which is um very interesting because to be completely honest with you i think it belongs in a but they still won't fucking do anything with it yeah. Uprising was an amazing game. And it's like something that we look at constantly. And, you know, something on our wish list for Smash characters for a long time has been Hades. Because he's just such a flavorful character. And- hey, pity boy. P- mm, pretty boy. Pity mm. boy. Um, and uprising was awesome and i loved it so much i even love playing the multiplayer and like mixing mixing around with the weapons and like yeah. creating some fast you're there with your tiny original 3ds with like your, loved little, it.
0: your little slide out stylus and like just 360 no scopes so. yeah i loved
1: it dude <laughs> it was so good um and obviously it took the franchise ages to get back to that point where it's respectable and it was thanks to smash bros that really pushed itself back mm. up there so there was
0: Uprising, which was just an amazing sort of uh, reimagination of Kid Icarus from Sakurai after he created Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Um, but the, the original games in the series, the one on um, Nintendo Entertainment System and the Game Boy, um, they are obviously completely different, just like
1: hard-as-nails um, sort of action platformers. The way, yeah, a product of the time. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Uprising was very flavorful, full of story and definitely a lot of personality. Yeah, and on play. rails sort of. Third person shooter. Very, and it was, it was very awesome. Different. Yeah, it was awesome it's, though.
0: It's sort of hard to like judge it as a series because it just like they just recreated the whole thing.
1: They did, and they um, they they obviously made Pitt's new design for Smash Bros. Brawl, and they reacted to the reception of it. It was really good, and it was just like holy crap, like yeah. And then Sakurai was like, I'd like to do something with this, and it happened, and it happened in the best way. You know that was an awesome game. While it while it was played a little bit by stylus controls, it was it was played a fair bit by the 3DS's limitations, wasn't un- it? Yeah, but yeah. imagine seeing that these days. It could be so good on a Switch. Every
0: now and again, Bryce. You know what I do? Sh- I do shut my eyes and I think about. Mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah. What
1: about that? What about Icarus
0: game on a uh... TV? I'm a very
1: nice. I'm very hopeful for it, and I really want it to come back um i think it sits a but lower a on the list yeah because
0: we always say like if there's a nintendo direct with the like oh here's a warioware game and kid icarus <laughs> we're like that is what's going to lose my shit like <laughs> like there's going to be like breath of the Wild 2 when it finally gets release date and stuff that's going to be very exciting but we're always going to get zelda we're always going to get a new mario that's always going to be exciting but i agree there's these sort of like underlying franchises where are like i'd like to shake my nunchucks thank you very much wario <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
1: um all right so luigi mansion oh, sorry where did we put it uh a tier yeah. bottom of the list i like that i like that yeah so luigi's mansion Ooh, that's this is a- this is difficult because these days especially with the the third one has been very good mm. uh but i didn't play the second one didn't you it, it was good
0: um it was like a a lot more sort of level based mm. and like you go from mansion to mansion so it's not just the one mansion and that kind of took away from it a little bit because you didn't get to explore the one mansion and really get the nooks and crannies and just yeah, like. Yeah, the, the one, whole the whole place. point is that, you know, yeah. of
1: Luigi's Mansion. So I suppose And that's yeah. sort of
0: that's sort of been an issue with um even other franchises like Resident Evil and stuff, where the like, the mansion was just such a big character in Resident Evil games where, you know, nowadays well not nowadays particularly, but when it went to like five and that, where you just like globe trotting kind mm-hmm. of took away some of that character. So that was kind of the problem with Luigi's Mansion too, but
1: Luigi's Mansion 3. Mansion 3 was so yeah. awesome mm. yeah I haven't even finished it yet but I don't I don't really need to to understand that game it's just incredible it's one of the more, most beautiful games on the Switch yeah. I spent like 17 hours with it and I just <laughs> didn't get back to it yeah that's yeah. the problem these days is like being busy adults like and there's always something new to play you know like, it's, that that is the video game industry these days there's always something new to play and I don't think we need to mention that very much because no. everybody be feeling the same way um so the first one was uh, quite good. I actually made it all the way through that one and that was very enjoyable experience and it was very much tailored for the GameCube at the time. And, GameCube uh, launch game, yeah. Yeah, what it could... Uh, sh- to show off what the GameCube can do and how it could do it. Um, the, th- the second one, obviously, uh, you spent your time with it a little bit and um, it did take away from the core value of the franchise. It's great that they got back to it in three and it's definitely one of the best games on the Switch. So... I I feel like it has to be ATN there's no there's no way around it. I don't think it's quite S because yeah. Unfortunately it isn't. It is an offshoot game and you know it, it's not going to see a regular release or something like that, but the fact that the developer of Number 3 has been put in has has been bought by Nintendo, mm, Next Level Games, yeah. Next Level? is is awesome and it just means more good things for other franchises as well. And hopefully that includes something else on this list that we'll talk about in a bit. Um, so I want to put it in A tier, but I don't know where to put it. We've got, uh, in order, Fire Emblem, Bayonetta, Donkey Kong, Kid Icarus. I would...
0: I'll put it at the bottom of A. Bottom of A? Yeah, I'll put it under Kid Icarus. Okay. Personally.
1: Kirby. Kirby? Uh... Now, this is hard because Kirby spans a couple of genres now in, in some sort of respect.
0: Yeah, it spends a lot because whenever they want to experiment with something they always slap Kirby into it. That's exactly right.
1: Like, oh, we're not we're not so confident we're going to put Mario
0: or yeah. Link into it, but
1: yeah, will put Kirby there. Think like Air Ride or the Magic Paint the Magic Paint Brush games or you know the the general Kirby games, I guess or the co-op experiences with Magic Mirror or yeah. stuff so they did, like they that. Did
0: the Kirby Fighters games, the That's second right. the yeah.
1: Switch, the RPG game, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot there. There is a lot that Kirby sort of goes into, and I think I think that's kind of obviously resolute with his character. He's a very, you know, moldable character. Mm. I, into what he needs. Personally,
0: looking at our tier list so far, I think at the bottom of A. Bottom of A. So yeah. below Luigi. Be, below Luigi's mansion, I think. Cool. But yeah. I think that I think he's a,
1: like a great character. He's, 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 ne- he's the best all round character that they've got. Yeah, because like you said, they just chuck him in things. And it, it is kind of par for the course for Kirby to adapt to his his placing, I guess his abilities, yeah, his abilities and stuff like that. You know, that is that is the point of that character. So it only makes real sense that they would use him as the experiment experimental character. Um, by all means, yeah, I think I think A is probably the best place for him. Um, so big one, a big one, Super Mario, Super Mario. I think I, I think I think for both of us that's pretty obvious. D. I haven't played them. <laughs> Damn. All right. yeah. Damn. At the fucking top. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, but is it is it below Animal Crossing? Is it above Animal Crossing? Is it below Mario Kart? Is it above Mario? Kart? It's above Mario Kart. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because, well, what do you think? What are you thinking? Okay, so it's a bit it's a bit difficult because hu- hu- I, I I love Mario games. I really do. Um, but there is a point of repetitiveness with them that uh, can be a bit jarring. Right. Okay. So 2D games over the course of the last decade, I think it's a bit over a decade now, right? The the mm. apparent repetitiveness of those games, uh, the new Super Mario Bros series in particular, to be completely honest, I lost interest after the first one. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought I'd have interest in New Super Mario Bros 2, never played it through to the end because I just could not be bothered. Um I I liked the idea of going back to retro Mario for an experiment and just playing around with it. But they overcooked the egg. Oh yeah, like and the- <laughs> went far too far with it. The DS one at the time was like, oh my god, they're putting like the three
0: D mechanics in a two D Mario game. You can triple jump, you can wall jump. It, that it looks like you know Super Mario sixty four DS at mm. the time, which was it look, looked incredible at the time on DS. Yeah. Then they released the Wii one. And it's like, oh, that makes sense, I guess, because you know that co op and all that, and so it was a big hit on DS. So I never actually got the Wii one. It was too expensive. It was like eighty bucks. Yeah. I'm like I'm not, not I'm not, not buying it for eighty bucks. No. But um I bought the other two and yeah, the, the other two were just like, you know, it was comfort food at that point in in our, in our lives.
1: So And then it got even lazier as time went on and they put it on they put a version on Wii U where you kind of like, All right guys, no worries. Five players this time, you can make platforms for your friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then they went even lazier than that and they just ported the Wii U onto the switch. <laughs> yeah. Right? So you're kind of just like, all right, where is where are you going to this point where it's just milking it, right? It feels, and like, it feels like they're finished now. Hopefully. Unfortunately, mm. though, that's been the stagnant problem with it for years. And personally, like these days, I'm much more of a fan of 3D Mario games um, simply because- they just—they tend to have the more variety. Obviously, you know you've got Mario 64, which is quite a basic Mario 3D game now when you think about it. But then you also got Sunshine, and Sunshine added in a whole capability with flood and things to do with water and what you could do with it. Mm-hmm. And then you had Galaxy, and Galaxy was just incredible, down to the orchestrated music and the gravity mechanics and the things you could do with the idea of jumping around planets in space same with Galaxy 2 to a degree even though I don't enjoy it as much because to be to be honest it is just more yeah. you know it if is you, yeah. if you, if, you, <laughs> if if DLC was a thing back in the day I'm dead certain they probably would have just slapped it on as a DLC pack and sold it for 50 bucks
0: yeah maybe but it was like it was a, it's still a massive game it was like a brand new game though it wasn't like
1: reusing anything really I, yeah still <laughs> The engine's are the same. Yeah, of course, yeah. You know, like, it, at, at the end of the day, I think, you know, if, if we were living in the DLC era at the time, probably would have just been DLC. Yeah, or Mario Galaxy. um, And then uh, Odyssey is fantastic. I don't have to say much about Odyssey. I think everybody understands why Odyssey is fantastic. Um, you can and play as a nut. All of those games, while they had... <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> With all of those all of those games, obviously they had decent amount of times between them and stuff like that, and uh, you know that makes refreshing it a bit easier and stuff like that, and uh, adding in the new stuff, it it doesn't it doesn't really hinder the point. But in classic Mario games, when it was like Mario one, two, three, I f- like the differences between one, two, and three were more abundant than the ones from New Super Mario Bros.
0: Oh, yeah, because there, there are differences. Yeah, and and
1: <laughs> World even, like, adding into that to make the four up with the same amount that, mm. you know, the, the new Super franchise has. Yeah, there yeah. was there was more difference back in them than there was in New Super Mario It's definitely
0: Bros. a shame that the last decade was just so stagnant as far as the 2D games go. Yeah. I hope they change it because um, at those times, I was a big fan of the Rayman games and what Ubisoft were doing with that animation style and all that, so... I'd love to see Nintendo, like, take on a really quite beautiful looking type of um, animation.
1: Me too. And I mean, like, fuck, Yoshi's Island was that when that came out too. Like, it was a, it was very much very similar um, being a platformer for what it was, but with Yoshi abilities and a bit more to work with, right? Um but uh, you know they don't—they don't take those kind of risks these days with with old Mario titles.
0: Yeah, it's going to be hard when we get to a couple of these big ones at the
1: top, isn't it? I know. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to. The next ones, hopefully, will be pretty quick to get through. So uh, <laughs> the question is: Is do we leave it right at the top? I
0: don't know. So it's so hard to choose
1: between. It well, is.
0: let's leave it there for now because we've got leave a couple. We've now. got
1: a couple more to add up there. Yeah, that's right. So we've got uh, Metroid next.
0: Yeah, bottom of S. Bottom of S? I reckon for Metroid.
1: I love Metroid and I love the world. And it's like, it's one of my favorites. I don't, I'm don't, i not a big sci-fi person, but it's one of my favorite sci-fi worlds. Mm. Um, Samus as a character is absolute kick-ass. I always appreciate the hell out of a kick-ass female protagonist. Um, and, you know, I've been like, even Hunters. Hunters is a game that a lot of people look back on. They're like, oh, it's so repetitive, including yourself at times. But to me- I love that game and completing that game was awesome. I uh, absolutely love Prime Hunters. Um, The uh, Metroid Prime series in general, very good. Corruption, awesome game. And uh, I really want to go back and finish that now that I've got the trilogy. Yeah. And of course, like, you know, the 2D Metroid games, which... uh, That too. And Other M... (laughs) As much as people want to complain about that, I actually like other. And <laughs> I, I I hate I hate the voice acting and shit as much as and the way that they portray Samus as much as other people do as well. But it is a fantastically crafted game. Otherwise, you just like babies. I, I can't yeah <laughs> the baby. I can't I can't get the clip out of my head where it's just like somebody raising their helmet. It's like remember me because that became a meme for a while. And it was just like a dude like opening his visor. He's like remember me. It's like just some black guy in a suit who's like remember me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not at all. So yeah, no. It um I'm I'm obviously waiting for Metroid Prime four and I think that is going to be an awesome game, especially with obviously they're trying to take their really good due care with it. Yep. Right. Um the recreated uh, the recreated Metroid Metroid Two, Super Metroid Two or whatever you want to call it, I guess. Samus Returns. That's it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Um obviously it suffers Metroid Prime Hunter syndrome in that there is repetitiveness <laughs> to it. Yep. But otherwise, it is a very well crafted game. Parrying and stuff like that added a whole new touch to it, and um, yeah, definitely made combat a bit more intuitive. Character didn't take up the whole goddamn screen. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there, there is, there is things to love about Metroid. I'm sure. You know, it'll, it'll uh, put it there. So, yep. Low S. Uh, no more heroes. I have no experience, so good luck. I have a little bit, but
0: I don't know it's, it's not, it's, it, it's in, it's in D, I, it, you know.
1: Let's, let's, let's put this, let's put this into perspective because you haven't spent much time on Bayonetta. You mm-hmm. haven't spent much, spent much time in No More Heroes. What do you appreciate more? Uh, Bayonetta. There you go. Yeah. That says enough. All right. Um. Not that I don't like, Uh. you know, the concept of Travis Touchdown and all the goofiness and the jokes and all that shit. I, I, I love it, but I just didn't have the time for that. <laughs> Like yeah. at the time and I don't really have the time for it now. I will play it eventually. Um, Definitely sounds like it'd be a fun time. Definitely seems like it'd be a fun time in general from what I've seen. Yeah. Cause I, I bought them like cheap on Wii and
0: I played through them a bit and um, I did enjoy them. I played, I played like number one and I think like the way it used the, uh, the Wii and that was fun at the time. Intuitive. Yeah. yeah like, you know, you used it for like the, uh, the beam sword. And um like when you got a phone call, you'll like hold up the Wii the Wii speaker to your ear and mm-hmm. <laughs> that type of thing. But I don't know, it's just it's another one of those franchises. Yes, number three is coming exclusively to Switch this year, but yep. the, the other two games they're they're everywhere as well. Yeah. It's got, got re released on PlayStation three with move controls.
1: Yeah. So C. C what? C. Yeah, C, yeah. All right. High C or low C? Uh high C. High C all right mario party let's knock this one out real quick new mario party was bullshit and a warrior <laughs> a warrior that moved two spaces the entire 10 turn uh was it 10 turn game we played yeah so we we played it before the podcast because i hadn't played it yet a Wario had moved no shit three spaces the entire game before being knocked back to the start constantly over the course of the entire 10 turns never won a mini game he won the game Yeah, all right. That is Mario Party in a nutshell, to some degree, but that's just horseshit. That was just fucking horseshit. He never did anything the entire game. Um, So that's why it's so low on Bryce's list. No, the reason it's low on Bryce's list is because (laughs) Mario Party Two is where it peaked, and (laughs) that's the second one. It was never good. It it was never as good as Mario Party Two. Past that, like that was the best game in the series, and that's the way a lot of people see it. And Mario Party is awesome for a lot of reasons, but when you stuff Mario Party up, it's unrecoverable. And that's been very obvious in recent times. Yeah. Like it, it, Mario Party definitely went through like a pretty rough patch. I feel like Super Mario Party was better, but
0: you know, it was, was, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, it does, it it does feel like that it, it can't hit that same stride that it used to. They're fun games, but they're not, when we're
0: actually ranking the, uh, Nintendo franchises um, per se, yeah, it is relatively low down. So, mm. what do we got here? I reckon below No More
1: Heroes. Below No More Heroes, yeah, I yeah. yeah. reckon, yeah. I would, I would, I have, would have had a different opinion fifteen years ago. I would have put it way up because Mario Party was heaps of fun. Yeah, the but GameCube, like that was a Mario Party 4 it? Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. So I used to go to your place and we used to play it together with your sister, and yeah. we used to have a lot of fun, just three of us. Mario Party Four was awesome. Mm. But unfortunately, yeah. Uh, all right. We need to start dashing through some of these. I think some of them are going to be pretty <laughs> obvious. So we're going, to, we're going to talk about them very quickly, especially okay. since they're subjects we've really talked about recently in the past, past few years. So Pikmin.
0: Pikmin. Uh, B somewhere. B. Yeah. Um,
1: I think I think personally above F0. Yes, definitely. Yep. So above F0. Around, around the same. I would put them probably in a better Lo- same. Below like Mario Golf, you reckon? Personally, for me, yes. But we can move that if you think it's wrong
0: uh it's neither here nor there really so okay, yeah. I can stay there <laughs> so pikmin
1: pikmin i i appreciate what people find in it and stuff like that and to be honest like i've spent a little bit of time playing pikmin and i enjoyed what i played but when i got stuck i didn't care anymore right it wasn't it, at the time it was pikmin 3 in particular but i got stuck somewhere and i can't remember where it was and i put it down and i never bothered going back i just couldn't i couldn't be bothered um, it's not because I didn't enjoy my experience, but because I found myself at times, you know, not not really motivated. Mainly because, like, I'm I'm a guy that likes at least some kind of story to sort of push me along a, a path and direction. Whereas Pikmin's not really about that. It's sort of more about, you know, if you like like the concept of throwing around little boys in an army and like getting <laughs> little boys. Them, little boys, you know, and uh, getting them to do things for you and stuff like that. I think it can be a very creative game. But um yeah, it's it's definitely and I know I know I know probably yelled by Padge for this later. I know I know Padge loves it. Pikmin three, yeah. Mm hmm. Oh. But um yeah, no. It it definitely dropped off the chart for me. I just couldn't be bothered by yeah by that point I got stuck. Yeah. No. I enjoy them, but you know, it's, it's, it's where it is. It's B that's, that's not a bad sort of place to be at all. So. I, don't, I don't think it is. I think I like, for me, that is what I like. I respect it. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I definitely respect it for what it is, but it doesn't keep my attention long enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether it's ADHD brain or something. I don't know whether I have a problem <laughs> or what have you, but yeah, it's definitely there. All right. So moving on. Pokemon. Yep. Uh, fucking yeah, in, in S, S tier somewhere. S tier somewhere. Let's um, put it below Mario for now. We'll work it out. Yep. So we'll try and re rank S when we get to it. Yeah. I don't think we have to say anything about Pokemon at all. Yeah. We've already fucking talked enough about it for the last month. Yeah. We love Pokemon. We love Pokemon. I think you know that that's fair, plain and obvious. It's the biggest selling media franchise in the world. You know, it's beloved by millions and millions. You yeah. know, there there is nothing to say that Pokemon is anywhere below S tier. You know, and I think that's just defined by its popularity alone. And that being said, we are both huge Pokemon fans. Belongs in S tier for us. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Super Smash Bros. I think that says enough for us, right? This is like getting to the point where, you know, it's putting what, it in there. So the big big boys come out. We, we as kids, when Smash Bros. Brawl came out, and even slightly before that, when we were just playing on 64 and maybe occasionally Melee, that is what we did. We liked playing Smash Bros. That's what we they, did. Yeah. And when Brawl came out, that's what we did. We played a shit ton of Smash Bros. Some boys went to the beach together. Some boys went fishing together. We just played a fuck ton of Smash,
0: us boys. We played a lot of Smash. We went to
1: a Nintendo Connect connection tour pretty much to play Smash a yeah. day after Smash came out. Yeah, I had no idea how to play the buddy game. I had no fucking idea how to like <laughs> play it to a decent level, but we were still pl- like we were still dedicated enough to go and play Smash. Mm. You know, so, you know, for us, that is that S is tier, and it's ground for S tier. And it helps that Sakurai is an amazing human being. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, again, we'll reorganize the S tier later. Yep. Figure it out. Splatoon. Oh, so is that the bottom of S or the top of A? I think it's top of A. Yeah, okay. Um, The thing that Splatoon lacks for me personally. Is that it's a game highly based around multiplayer, but can only support two maps at a time. And yeah. subsequently, that's kind of bullshit for a multiplayer game. Yeah, that is. Guys, like, I love Splatoon, and I would love to play on all maps at all times and choose the game mode I want to play. Yeah, the mode would be a, be a nice thing. Just to be like, I want to play
0: Salmon Run. So, oh no, it's not available at this time. Exactly. But this why? is why. This
1: is when I'm here. This is when I've got the this time. This is what I want to fucking do. Yeah. And, like, guys, you're severely limiting the, the uh, overall exp- experience of Splatoon. I know you want people to play everything, a bit of everything, and I understand that some playlists will stagnate. But if you want if you want to have rotational playlists, do leave them in ranked mm. because that's kind of the point is, like, you're good at every aspect of the game. But by limiting people to what they don't enjoy by the hour, you are effectively hindering the game. Yeah. Sorry. Hopefully, it's something Splatoon three sort of knocks, about. knocks out the ass yeah. because Splatfests are awesome, oh, and yeah. the community around Splatoon is awesome. But the multiplayer lobby system is so irritating. Yeah. Like looking at
0: looking at this um, sort of list of Nintendo IP, it's probably the most creative Nintendo IP too. Just absolutely, it's a really different take on a really popular genre that uh, you know this
1: game wouldn't have come from anyone else. Yeah, and it could be better. You know, it, and all it takes is a tweak. Yeah. That's it. A couple of tweaks. Salmon and- Run was awesome. Mm. But why the fuck am I limited to play it at certain time brackets? Yeah. That's dumb. It should just be a co-op game. Easy, simple. Oh, I can't wait for I can't talk. Splatoon 3. I, 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 <laughs> I can't either because I hope it fixes these problems. And if it does, then it's going to be an S tier. Mm. Easily. All right, moving on. Star Fox. Uh, go to B. What are we looking at B? What's in B? Earthbound, Mario, Golf, Pikmin, and F0. All right. So somewhere
0: around where Earthbound in B is, I think. What do you think about this? What do you think about B? Do you reckon that's too low or too high? I think it's high B. High B, yeah. Yeah.
1: So- um, Do you put it above Earthbound or below? I actually would put it above Earthbound. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So- um, the thing is with Star Fox is that it has a lot of lovable, lovable characters and a lot of fantastic games in it. It also has a lot of low points in it that a lot of people consider pretty crappy, but there are some fucking awesome games in that series. And I'm not a big fan of on rails in a, in a typical sense, um, but Star Fox does it really well. Um, it also does space combat very well. Um I know that it's not a Star Fox game, but Starlink and putting, <laughs> putting the R-Wing in that and stuff like that. Even just putting an R-Wing in that with the abilities it is makes it feel like a Star Fox game because you know when you're flying an R-Wing. And I think that's what is really special about Star Fox, right? You don't even have to be playing a Star Fox game to feel like you're playing a Star Fox game. Because once you put an R-Wing and Fox McCloud in there, you're like, this is awesome. Shows you how strong the characters are. Very yeah. strong. And, and even just the vehicles you fucking ride in are very strong. It is really good. Um, But unfortunately, their streak with it lately has not been great. I've not enjo- enjoyed a game since, uh, was it Star Fox Command on the DS? Oh, really? Yeah. Like Star Fox, I- I'm going to disclude the th- Star Fox 64 3DS from this, right? Mm. Only because that is a remake. That is dead plain obvious that I'm going to enjoy that. Um, but uh, Star Fox, I think, again, I think it's command on the DS. That is the game with multiple endings with, you know, mold, like heaps of paths to go through. There's like 20 something endings. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. And I played through heaps of, Um I understand that it wasn't 100% everybody's cup of tea because it had so many elongated l- endings, but it really opened up the, the possible lore for Star Fox, like absolutely crazy. But unfortunately, they've fucking done nothing with it since then. <laughs> Except yeah. for Star Fox Zero, which nobody enjoyed really. Uh, well, yeah. I know people that did enjoy it, but I don't even that 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 list is small. Yeah. Definitely. Because it relied so heavily on the Wii U gamepad. A lot of speedrunners fucking who who run it hate their lives for running it because of the fucking gamepad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think I think it's high B. High, high yeah, yeah. That's a good place for it. I definitely I definitely want it to be an A tier, but until a new game comes out that absolutely you know, really tickles my fancy. It stays in high B. Uh, Super Mario Strikers. I think this is low A for me. I like soccer. Yeah,
0: I'd yeah, lo- say so too. I'm just trying to, you know, because obviously we're big fans of these games. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, let's separate that um, love there and just look at the games of how
1: they are. But I'm trying to too. But whenever I com- whenever I compare Mario sports games, the ones that stand out to me are actually the odd ones. Being strikers and hoops. Yeah. Because they're so stylistic and so fun. Whereas like Mario Golf and Mario Tennis, realistically across the board since they've been franchises, have been kind of what they really need to be actually. Which is just a basic sports game. Mm. Whereas with them, um, strikers and hoops, they've always been, well, any iteration that they've done of them, they've always been like flashy blast fests. <laughs> With like you know awesome combo moves and awesome visual visuals and stuff like that, and I love that. I think that's fantastic. I think it sits at low A for me simply because I want to put it above Mario Golf.
0: Yeah, I'll, well, personally for me, it's above Mario Golf. I yeah, that. Um,
1: yeah. I but I also don't think it's gonna like scratch the rungs of like, no. you know. I think I think it's gonna be below Kirby. Yeah. Um, Mario Strikers. If you've never played it, I'm, I'm a guy that likes soccer enough as a sport to you know kick a ball around. I'm not, I'm not like, yeah, go Ronaldo, or whatever, you know. I'm not that guy, right? Yeah. I don't sit there and watch the World Cup or whatever. But in terms of getting me interested in soccer, that <laughs> that gets my interest. Put the mustache man in there, and you'll, it, you'll it, be it, all over it. That game is the reason I ever gave FIFA a shot. Oh really? Yes, because otherwise I didn't really have an interest in playing video game soccer. And then I played FIFA. I'm like, yeah, actually, I, it's not bad. I could I could go for a round of this. Yeah, it's fun, right? Super Mario Strikers did that for me. All right, so I'm putting it there. Mario Tennis. I'm going to put it right next to Mario Golf. <laughs> I think that's all that really needs to be said. Yeah, yeah. It is It is in the B tier right next to Mario Golf Um, because it is uh, exactly what it needs to be. A very standard golf game. It's a very standard tennis game. That's where they need to sit. I think that's kind of just what they're made for. All right. Yep. Agreed? I agree. Agree. Yeah. Okay. Why are we?
0: Oh, so go up that list, my friend. Let's chuck WarioWare in the A tier somewhere. I believe so, too. So... Maybe Under Luigi's Mansion. Under Luigi's Mansion? I think so. So below Kid Icarus, Donkey Kong, and Bayonetta. I've... Uh, so, yeah, sorry, go on.
1: You reckon there? I'm trying to move it along a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Luigi's mentioned. Yeah, cool. Yep. So, WarioWare is something that we've both had historically heaps of fun with, and I think anybody can have fun with WarioWare, especially with smooth moves and uh, touched.
0: I want to switch one so bad.
1: So do I. It's so been do one. Four I. years, Nintendo. It, it is just a goofy game, and that's all it ever really needs to be, right? Um, the fact that we have all we've seen since then is really subpar WarioWare titles. There's been nothing but frustrating. Unfortunately, yeah, but we had Gold. It was a good game, but it was Gold just, was great. It's just like remixed. um Yeah, it's remixed old games. Yeah, it so. was the Mario Party top one hundred.
0: Yeah, of yeah. WarioWare. Yep, yeah. get something out on 3DS
1: before it before died it died forever. Exactly, yeah. but it was a good game. Yeah, yeah, definitely not denying that. But uh, Smooth Moves is something that we found a lot of passion in. We loved playing that game, a lot. <laughs> so much passion for Smooth Moves. Oh yeah, shit yeah, because it was it was fun. It was really fun. It was and, yeah. like I really want to see a Switch game. Um, especially since you've still got those motion controls and the Joy Cons, guys. You could definitely do it, please, please. Yeah. Uh. All right. So moving on, we've got three franchises left. Uh, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles. All
0: right. So you've obviously got the most experience with uh, this franchise. Yeah. W- where
1: are you feeling? Are you feeling it? I'd like to say I'm really feeling it because, to be honest, Xenoblade Chronicles Two is one of my favorite games on the Switch. Xenoblade Chronicles 1 is arguably the best crafted Wii game in in just how they managed to fit so much in such a small capacity. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, it is, it is an absolutely incredible experience. The team helped make Breath of the Wild possible. They have an absolutely huge, like, repertoire in that. Xenoblade Chronicles X has one of the biggest open worlds I've ever seen with some of the most to discover in terms of, like scenery and you know just beautiful things it's a really good chill game to like run around in and fight things but also see like huge environments and stuff like that yeah and a lot of variating ones too so you know i hold i personally hold a lot to monolith soft because i never really thought when i heard the name xenoblade originally that i would really care but As time has gone on, I really care about Xenoblade Chronicles as a series. And it's like it's their premier JRPG at this point. All right. I kind of want to put it in S, but I kind of want to put it high A as well because I still feel like there's more to be done with that franchise to really solidify it. You yeah, know? I feel
0: like if we're um not putting Fire Emblem in there, um It's hard. We can't put Xenoblade I feel, I don't know. I don't know. Because, How do you feel about that?
1: Well, because the reason I can't really compare that is because realistically Xenoblade started on the Wii. Fire Emblem started as far back as the NES. Yeah. It's kind of really hard to, you know. With Fire Emblem, it took all the way up until uh, 3DS for anybody for, for the game to start to get a real big acclaim in the West. Mm. Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles didn't really take that long. It got harped for to be on US shelves. Yeah, they had true. they had a whole, like, a whole community of people going, we want this yeah. in the U.S. Yeah, but- and that passion brought it to the U.S. It was a big deal, huge deal. So, it's hard because, like, Fire Emblem didn't have that kind of repertoire or, you know, that fandom behind it to be as... That that franchise could have died in the water if it weren't for Awakening. It took way too long for it to kick off the ground. Hmm. But Xenoblade Chronicles was demanded for, which makes it really hard. That's why I'm like low S or high A. I think probably high A for safety's sake. Yeah, probably for safety's sake, Um, just because we're going to have a couple to rearrange an S here. Yep. Which... We might do later, actually. Might have to do that on another episode because there's going to be a lot to talk about. A lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of things in S tier. All right. Two more. Yoshi. Yoshi series of games. I reckon the Around Kirby. Around Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Because they are just. They're, they're platforms with. Part, uh, Mario platformers with a twist for what it's worth. You know, there's some gimmick to them, what have you. I love Yoshi games. I love them dearly, but I, I do understand that, you know, they haven't had a great history, especially recently. Even if I've enjoyed them, I know that, you know, Yoshi's Island 2 wasn't definitely wasn't on people's favorites list. Um not being able to go back and play Yoshi's story effectively, which was one of people's favourites because it was just the wackiest out of the bunch of them. Mm. Um Yoshi's Island DS was obviously loved by a lot of people. Um and then more recently you've got um, Woolly World and Crafted World. I think both are very serviceable and they both hold very unique properties to them. But I just don't think they hold the same weight as the like the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't hold the same weight as the ice cream truck. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I can just hear the ice cream truck in the background. I'm like, what the what hell the is, that? is that? So, yeah, <laughs> I, I I do think um, it's the same situation as Kirby. A lot of recent Kirby titles as well haven't really hit that same mark where people are just like, oh, yes, this is incredible and changes the series for me forever. It's kind of just been, yep, it's Kirby or, yep, it's Yoshi. So, I, I definitely agree with you there. Yeah. All right. All right. So, we've got one more. Ladies and gentlemen, The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. In S, it's pretty obvious. S is pretty obvious. So, we're going to put that there. Yeah. Right. So, Legend of Zelda obviously means a lot to both of us. Um, you never got into Legend of Zelda up until uh, your first one, which was Twilight Princess on the Wii. Mm-hmm. Which I convinced you to buy. I'm like, please play it. I'm mean, like, please. <laughs> Seriously, you'd be regretting it if you don't. You're like, oh, I've got WarioWare coming out, so I kind of want that as well. And I'm like... I'm sure it'd be fine, but Zelda. Don't don't underestimate the power of Zelda, and you didn't. You went and buy it. You went and bought it. You loved it. I did, mm. and I think ever since then, you know, you've you've been a massive Zelda fan. I've been a massive Zelda fan since the Nintendo sixty four.
0: Yeah. Bought every game since, and went back and played the
1: most of the ones I missed. And the only one I've ever really had a penchant for, where I'm like, mm, I'm not too sure, is Skyward Sword. It's the only one. Had had um Brad at the pub the other day is like, Oh,
0: you hyped for the Scarlet uh, Skyward Sword remaster? I'm like No. Oh, not really. No. I'll play it, but I'm not I can't say I'm hyped. I'm not just aching for July no. to play Skyward Sword. The Skyward
1: Sword's neither here nor there. Mm. And unfortunately that's sort of just how it is. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's one of those things that we don't really need to discuss any further because it is it is quite plainly simple where it belongs. There's three big franchises for Nintendo. They are Mario, Pokemon, and Zelda. There's no way that's not falling anywhere below S Tim. I actually think that list, uh, the order is actually
0: depends on what day for me between Mario, Pokemon and Zelda, you ask me, which is like the one I my favorite. Because honestly, they're all they're all tied for me, basically. But yeah, I think um as far as like I guess maybe importance to Nintendo themselves. I think like M- Mario is at the top. There's sort of no denying that, um, and just all the all these like Mario sports games that sort of shot off as well because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows you, shows you how much a uh, creed Mario has. Um,
1: but let's go through the the list we got here, Bryce. All right. So the finalized list we have. We'll start from. Do we want to start from bottom to top?
0: Oh, good, Yeah, bottom to top. Be good, okay.
1: Yeah. So in the D tier. Mario superstar baseball.
0: Yeah, we're in Australia. We, we don't, never fucking played it. We, we can't play baseball. We don't. We've got no idea
1: what a baseball is. We have baseball clubs here. I definitely played baseball. I yeah. didn't play that baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Ice climbers is at the very bottom. I think that's enough said. Yep. Doctor Mario after that. Mario Party above that. No more heroes above that, and that is it for C tier. Mm. So at the top of C tier is no more heroes. At the at the bottom of C tier is ice climbers. B tier, F Zero, followed by Pikmin, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Earthbound, and Star Fox. Man, yeah, that's a
0: that's a good that's
1: a good tier of a uh, of games there. But- I think so too. Yeah, the top of the top of B tier is Star Fox, and the bottom of B tier is F Zero. Mm. Tier A: Super Mario Strikers, Yoshi, Kirby, WarioWare, Luigi's Mansion, Kid Icarus, Donkey Kong, Bayonetta. Blade Chronicles and Splatoon. Oh, So Splatoon is at the top of A tier. Mario Strikers is at the bottom of A tier. Wonderful. Beautiful. Right. And then we have S tier and in no particular order for what it's worth, we have... Oh, it is in order, isn't that? Well... We put it in order. Kind of, but the top three are of discussion. Yeah. Right? It's really hard. Like you said, it depends what day. It's very hard. So we have Metroid, Animal Crossing... Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros, Zelda, Pokemon, Super Mario. So what we're going to say is Super Mario, Pokemon, and Zelda are at the top of S tier. Metroid is at the bottom of S tier. Mm-hmm. So that is our tier list, ladies yeah. and gentlemen.
0: And if, a- if anybody disagrees with that, come and fight me. <laughs> fight. In Super Smash Bros, don't bash me,
1: please. But, <laughs> but no, seriously. Um, Yeah, no. If you have differentiating opinions or you want to discuss like you know, where things sit on the tier list and, you know, where you think maybe we're misjudging something or what have you. Join the Discord because that's what this is for. We put this, we did this here today just because, you know, a lot of people seem to be doing it lately and we thought it's a very good discussion point to sort of just maybe see where things sort of land on the tier list using a general already templated thing. So um, there is definitely a lot there. I don't know. We might, I might save it and we'll post it in the Discord, and we'll get some discussion going around it. I think that'll be the best thing for it. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yep. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. It does. Everybody, thank you
0: very much for listening to The House of Mario, episode 180. If you enjoy the show, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can follow myself at iDruby. You can follow the show at The House of Mario, and you can follow Bryce at IV Reven. What we said about before, the Discord community, come in. There's a link in the show notes in your podcast player on YouTube, all of that fun stuff. Very, very cool. Bryce, anything
1: else you want to add, my friend? I think that's it, my friend. I am um, currently just posting this in the in the Discord. Oh, you're doing it straight away. No, no time wasted here to finish the episode and put it straight in. Yep, I'm going to put it straight there. Yeah. So um, that way... It'll, it'll be early before you even listen to this, but I'm just going to post under it in, in regards to most recent episode. Very cool. And then we'll discuss it. Excellent, my friend. All right. So Nintendo
0: jukebox this week is a, a Pokemon Diamond and Pearl Cynthia remix, and it's by Pokerus Project. So go and check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, all of your favorite music platforms. And until then, the doors the House of Mario are closed. We'll catch you later. Beautiful. Bye.